Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Good Screen. My name is Russell. My name is Lauren. This is our 61st episode of the podcast. Eight more episodes to go. Eight more episodes to go. Mm-hmm. We are here once again to talk about a movie. We want to go see a new movie. But before we get into that, Lauren. Mm-hmm. What have you been enjoying on the good screen? About the same as last week. Okay. Unfortunately. We last recorded like four less than days a week ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. So we don't really have much to say. I I mean, unless you have something more to say about something else that you watched. Mm, no, I got farther into Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. I'm officially in Act 2 now. Right. I am caught up on Free Ren mm-hmm. and Dungeon Meishi. Yeah. I think there's a new episode of Apothecary Diaries, but uh, I'm not super interested in that show. Okay. And you're still chugging along with Heartland. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're on a roll. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Lots of content for me. Yeah. Stare at that screen. <laughs> it's All a right. good screen, so it's, it's a fine. Good screen. I know we're going to do a, a game episode soon. Yeah. Because we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, it's been a crazy beginning of the year. I mean... I have, like, a game backlog thing that mm-hmm. I'm working on slowly and surely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still playing Pikmin 4. Maybe you should make a list like how Skyward does. I, I have a list. Mm. It's on my phone. I'll show you. Okay. It's on my phone. It's five games now because one of them I took off. Well, Skyward has, like, a list of, like, like 20-something. Oh, yeah. I, I, that would... That would uh, for me, personally, like, that, that might be good for Skyward, but, like, for me... I, I don't think I could do a list that's more than, like, ten. Mm. So, yeah, here's my, my list here. It's the same as before. Uh, I can actually take Shenmue off because I decided that I'm not playing that game. <laughs> uh, it's good, and but, like, it, it's, I mean, it's a relic of its time, basically. Yeah. And um, so the list is Final Fantasy VII, Pikmin 4, which I'm playing right now. Both of those I'm technically playing right now. Knights of the Old Republic, which I would have to get the Xbox out for. Yeah. Uh, God of War 2018 and Earthbound. Mm. Uh, a lot of those are really long games, and I know when I play Final Fantasy VII, or when I finish Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. I'm going to go right into the remake and all the new one, probably. Yeah. So that's that's my year. Yeah. That's I intend to play all those in, within the year. Okay. can't believe it's February already, but um, yeah, but we'll have to do another yeah. game episode um, soon. Mm-hmm. next weekend probably because i'll put this one up maybe i'll put this one up on thursday even though it's not two two weeks okay yeah anyway so we're here so nothing else really to add we just want to get right into the meat and potatoes this unless time. you want to say what your good screen is i i don't really have one mine's the same too i haven't really watched anything new or or anything out of the ordinary okay yeah um i, I need to get on my my watch list basically yeah yeah and it's also been less than a week usually we have two weeks to really stew on this stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah we're doing this one quick because we just saw the movie that we're about to talk about Mm -hmm. and we probably have enough to talk about for the movie to fill up the whole podcast because there's a whole lot of research i did yeah russell went crazy i went crazy because last week lauren was a little upset that we didn't do research on mad max fury road i just think it's boring it adds to the yeah yeah so it also adds context and like we can yeah. talk about the things 
about it. Yeah. It's harder with newer movies sometimes because not a lot will be out. But oh, especially there's enough with, out on, on this one. I figured. Yeah. But like with Mad Max, I bet we could have gone into all about the production yeah. and the stunts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh, oh, well. That's a shame. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, good news is Argyle is a new movie. Mm-hmm. And there's enough information out about it that there's a compelling story behind it okay um so yes we're about to talk about our main feature of the day which is argyle argyle five minutes in what are we like five minutes into the podcast we're already four talking minutes about that. 30 four minutes okay well, that might that might, might be our fastest ever speed running speed running the podcast this week um this is what you get for getting a two-week upload or a, a week-by-week upload <laughs> Um, all right, so we went to go see Argyle. Yes. And it was the first movie we... No, we saw Wonka this year, so it wasn't the first movie we saw this year. It's technically the first movie you saw because you fell asleep in right. Wonka. Right, I didn't fall asleep when we saw Ar- Argyle. <laughs> it was hard to fall asleep, too. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, Although the same could be said about Wonka. There's a lot but... going on in Wonka, too, but <laughs> I was more wired. I also had, like, a um, a slushy... Yeah, very sweet, Which really wired me. Slushy. Yeah, it was too much. I took a sip of it when they handed it to me, and I was mm. like, Ooh, It was really sweet. That's crazy. Yeah, and I didn't even finish it. I yeah. couldn't finish it. I felt like my heart was going to come out of my <laughs> chest. Um, But yeah, we saw Argyle, the first movie released in 2024 of the year. Okay. Technically. Technically. Uh, a film marred by controversy and speculation and mystery. I wouldn't say marred. I would say uh, elevated. Elevated, um, despite <laughs> poor box office sales, which oh, we'll go into later. <laughs> oh, but um, so when this movie came out, uh, it was pretty much uh, critically not really seen to be all that well. I think it has like a 33% around Tomatoes and the audience score is about the same. Yeah, critics really poo-pooed on I, this movie. I checked to see like YouTube reviews. And let me tell you one thing. Um, YouTube reviewers, if you're reviewing movies on YouTube, not like a podcast form, but like 10 minute, you know, little reviews, like, mm-hmm. um, Oh, like people making videos, yeah, videos, about, okay. videos about reviews of movies. Um, there's an untapped market for a woman to do that. Like there's no, there's one. Only one? Yes. And the only woman that I found that, that reviewed the movie loved it. <laughs> and uh, the rest, except for Chris Stuckman, cause he loves every movie and it's like a joke. Okay. Um, but he liked it. He liked this movie. And then all the other ones were like, this is, you know, oh, the CGI was so terrible and it was so wacky. What? It really wasn't. It wasn't awful. It was like, just zany. It was goofy. It was satirical. Yeah. You needed to go into this movie, I think, knowing like what it was going to be. If you go, if you walk into a movie and you see the cast of like every A-list actor and, and um, a cat in a bag on the cover it's not gonna be a serious spy movie like, no the, i'm sorry like 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 and the director of this movie did the kingsman movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that and those aren't necessarily serious movies like they're over the top action mm-hmm. well they're serious i guess in a way but they're like over the top action movies and and um, we'll go into that a little bit later mm-hmm. but anyway so argyle is a movie yes and it was directed by matthew vaughn which i said earlier he uh, directed the Kingsman movies mm-hmm. and X-Men First Class and Kick-Ass. So, like, oh. Kick-Ass is another one where, like, it's goofy, like, Was that silly. the one with Michael Sarah? No. Oh, I'm thinking of... 
something else. You're thinking of something else. Where he was like the superhero? No, you're thinking of Super with the guy like Dwight? I don't know. I never saw it. Uh, No, it's not that. Um, And he did a few other more movies, but he did X-Men First Class, Kick-Ass, Kingsman, and and more. Uh, It was written by Jason Fuchs or Fuchs. It's probably Fuchs. Fuchs. Uh, He was a screenwriter for Ice Age Continental Drift, probably most important role. Hell yeah. A Wonder Woman, and more. <laughs> I love that movie. More. Yeah, more. My favorite movie. <laughs> uh, this is based on a novel by Ellie Conway. Mm-hmm. It's her debut novel. Yes. And uh, she is not publicly facing. And we will go into more detail about that later. Okay, good. I was hoping you would say that for last. Yes. I'll save that for maybe after we're done talking about the movie. Mm-hmm. So, the cast of the movie what i like to call a head turner cast okay uh expensive cast or yes. whatever you want to call it bryce dallas howard plays plays ellie conway mm-hmm. which is interesting uh sam rockwell plays aiden brian cranston plays ritter katherine o'hara plays um i think i spelled that name i think it meant to say rachel conway um henry cavill plays argyle mm-hmm. sophia bold Tella plays Saba Albadur. I'm butchering everything. Dua Lipa plays La Grange. Uh, Ariana DeBose plays Kiera. John Cena played Wyatt. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say for the cast. Okay. Despite there being more. Samuel L. Jackson in the movie mm-hmm. and more. So they originally began, began filming this movie in 2021. Okay. Which is interesting. Well, what was the delay? Um, I don't really know. Like, this is out in 2024 now. Yeah. There is a, uh, it was, it's based on a book, and the book only came out recently, too. Which is, it's just so strange. And I mm-hmm. have the rest, literally the rest of my notes is about that. I wonder if they had to wait for the movie to come out until they got the book out. Yeah, and the book came out in January. The like, book came out this it year. It came out this year, January. Oh, I thought it maybe came out a few months ago. No. It came out in January. That's... Okay. Really strange. Weird. Box office-wise, Argyle is still in theaters, obviously. Uh, as of the 9th of February, it grossed $24.3 million in the U.S. and Canada, and $19 million in other territories for a total of $43.2 million worldwide. And um, according to the website Variety... The film would need to gross $50 million to break even. And um, it did debut at the top of the box office, but The Hollywood Reporter mentioned that if Legacy Hollywood Studios released a $200 million movie um, with results like this, they'd be skewered. Mm. Also, Apple um, produced the movie. Yeah, I, I didn't I know that until that. I started watching it. Did I forget to mention that earlier? Um, it might be up within like the, the big spoilers section. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, do you want me to go into, like, the, the mystery part now? Oh, like, who wrote it? Yeah. So, no, let's save that for after our discussion. Okay, so. Because then so, we talk about the theories. Yes. This movie is very interesting. It's, it takes you for a ride. Yeah. It's zany. Yeah. It's funny. It's. I already said satirical. Yeah, it's Apple sponsored, <clears throat> so everyone has a Mac. Did you notice yeah. that the bad guys, other than like the glass computers that they had, 
um, they either they always use like a generic looking laptop instead of a Mac. Mm-hmm. I think that was on purpose. Probably. Yeah. They didn't want bad guys using their computers. So, how do you even explain this movie? Like, first of so all, so it's like a. It's very entertaining. It's 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 like an amnesia type plot line. Sorta. Okay, this is a spoilerful podcast. So yeah, so I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna, gonna really spoiler it. the movie. So. It starts out with a scene from a book that Ellie Conway wrote. Yeah, she's like doing a book signing. She's doing a book reading. She's reading the book to a bunch of people. And it's basically like the scene that starts is an action scene with Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa. Mm -hmm. And um, it cuts, you know, at the end of that, it's the end of the book. And everyone's clapping and they're like, hey, you know, um, when's the next book going to come out? And she goes, well, maybe soon. And and someone said like, hey... um, some stuff in this book is like kind of close to reality like do you mm-hmm. do you are you a spy or anything and she's like no i'm not i'm just the author mm-hmm. and uh so she like starts to work on the her fifth book because mm-hmm. she wrote four of them at this point and she gets like a brain fart mm-hmm. and she had and it's funny because like when they do that part they're showing like what it would look like as if it was yeah. know, real life and like there are words on the screen and and um and everything like it's like a mirror of of both mm-hmm. and um and then she's like well i i have to get away i had to i don't know where she was intending to go to wherever her mom's house was. Uh, her mom's house and she went on a train and it gets really bizarre after that. Like yeah. it gets it gets very like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, so on the train she gets approached by this seemingly like random like free spirit type man. Yeah. Like hobo-esque type man. Right. And it turns out he's a spy. Right. And he's and he trying to protect her. and he needs her and he's trying to protect her from bad spies that are also on the train. So there's yeah. like this huge fighting sequence where he fights off all the bad spies and they jump off the train and then he explains like hey you know the stuff that you're writing down is like pretty like accurate to like what's happening in real life somehow Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah and he's like and we need you to tell us what happens next so that we know what to do yeah and so basically he needs her for that and the bad guys also want her for that too and she has writer's block so she can't like do it right now so they go on like a globe trotting to london basically mm-hmm. and hijinks happen and it's like typical like civilian with the the, the spy and everything mm-hmm. but she keeps getting like these weird visions that at first i think his name is aiden let me, let me double check at first um the the good spy yeah the good spy aiden yeah. um she's seeing him as argyle mm-hmm. because he's you know a spy and mm-hmm. kind of goofy like him and everything and then she starts seeing herself as and argyle. then like yeah when they're in the car later she starts seeing herself as argyle and like in certain flashbacks him as john cena's character mm-hmm. uh which was Ar- argyle's like right hand man yeah wyatt and um it's very very bizarre and she eventually leads them to the right place to get like this MacGuffin, basically mm-hmm. and and then like she overhears uh, and this is the weird part to me like i this probably couldn't been handled better, but Aiden's in like the bathroom and he's on the phone with his director or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill Ellie Conway or something she like that." She needs a bullet in her she head. She needs a bullet in her head. And so then she scoops up her cat and she she's runs like, away. Yeah, she's scared, so she goes to 
um, well, a phone she, booth. In the end, she calls her mom, mm-hmm. and she tells her mom, like, come to London. Like, don't say it over the phone, yeah. but, like, you remember the hotel we stayed at? Book that same suite and meet yeah. me there. So she goes there. And her mom is there, and then all of a sudden the door opens, yeah. and her dad walks in. But the dad is like, and you, and there were other scenes where it showed him. He's yeah. the director of like the bad guys. Yeah. And you're like, at this point, you're just like, mind, like the first big like twist of the movie. He basically. It's like, what is fucking going on yeah. here? And her parents are there, and eventually, uh, Aiden comes over to like see her and shoot, and and they're like evil mm-hmm. to him. Yes. Somehow. I don't know how. But, like, she, he, like, goes, like, yeah, I think they're imposters. They're not your parents or mm-hmm. anything like that. And they go off and eventually – and this movie – I'll say one thing. I think it did go on a little too long. Yeah. Like, the end just got a little – little, little bit too too much there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out, like, in the end of things, they go to France, I think. Mm-hmm. And they, that's where Samuel Jackson was. That's where Samuel L. Jackson is. And he's like their direct, uh, or ex-CIA or something like yeah. that. And he's like, hey, actually, like, you you are not, you know, Ellie Conway. You're mm-hmm. um, Rachel, Rachel Kyle. Rachel Kyle. R. Kyle. R. Kyle. And you were brainwashed by these people yeah. after an accident where you forgot. You, like, lost your memory. Yeah. And they, and they took advantage of that and brainwashed you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is... Yeah. Like, again, like, what is going on? So, so she comes to grips with this and she's like, okay, well, I have to get that, the the master file or whatever. And, and um, which I still don't really know, like, what the purpose of it was. Yeah, but Other than to, like, maybe, like, clear his name. And I think it's just, well, like, a list of all the terrorist people. I think so. I think it's... It had everybody listed and all the crimes yeah. they committed. Yeah. Which I love how they keep that neatly filed away in one file. Yeah. In case in a <laughs> And it's not even encrypted. Yeah, it's not even encrypted. They just put it right into a... So... Um, <laughs> it's just sitting there on their, so, on their yeah, servers. Um, not to go over the whole movie, but it gets a little weirder after that. There are some mm-hmm. little like beats here and there, but there's... At, at a certain point in the movie, it's just you're like completely overblown with twists and like that happened yeah and st- not like they said that but like what the they fuck probably is could going have. on and um and it's it's pretty good i i like mm-hmm. even though we ruined a lot of the movie for our podcasters this is a spoilerful podcast yeah uh, i would still say like overall go see this movie because it's interesting and the presentation is pretty good to a certain point again yeah like, it does kind of get a little like Come on, let's, you know, finish this up. Yeah. But at the same time... Like there was, like, a solid half hour they could have took out of that. Yeah. At the same time, the ending, like, part of the movie is very cool. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a very well chore Two very well choreographed. And I think that second one, other than, not with the smoke, but the other one, mm-hmm. could have been cut from the movie. Yeah, that was Like, that was just, just kind of extra. extra silly. So there's an insanely silly, like, shootout where they, they're on a boat... And they have all these, like, different colored smoke grenades. And they're shooting, like, a hallway Star Wars style. Meanwhile, like, music's playing yeah. and they're dancing. And um, it's I think it's... A lot. I don't remember what the music was. But, I don't even remember either. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, 
and then after that they do another one where like oh yeah they 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 pull i will say one thing about the movie though they pull a lot from earlier in the movie like little like things they just mentioned about ellie which i liked and that second extra fight scene what are you doing i'm sorry lila's messaging me what does she say she said she's betting on the super bowl for the first time ever and i have no idea what i bet on but i'm excited i did three bets cool um i'm not betting on the super bowl we'll talk about that later probably yeah that'll, we'll probably talk about that next week yeah i'm putting my phone on do not disturb now okay <laughs> sorry you your eyes widen like something terrible happened sports betting's not cool guys she's gonna bet on the chiefs okay so <laughs> i bet she's gonna bet on the chiefs but yeah so there are like interesting callbacks to earlier in the movie and mm-hmm. the way the movie ends Mm-hmm. is like how kind of like how it begins it's or very... like the actual thing she was writing mm-hmm. actually happens in a way yeah because she like, did it yeah and, and is wrapped up really well yeah so basically well not really because they sequel baited it but yeah so at the end it's another book signing book reading yeah. thing and she's taking questions mm-hmm. and then a guy stands up and it's henry cavill yeah. but he's got like a curly mullet and a it's texan a accent different. yeah he's like i bet you have some questions for me yeah he said it just like that and then the movie black screen <laughs> and, the end and then there's a post-credit scene where like they were at the kingsman, the kingsman bar yeah. but it, it took place in like the 70s but no it turns out that is supposed to be about uh if they do a sequel to this movie, they want it to be a sequel as if it was the first book that she wrote, but with him. Somehow. Like, make a movie based About on the, the events of the book. the book that she wrote in the movie. It's 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 really weird. And that I, does sound I, weird. I really want them to... I really want more people to... I want this movie to succeed, Lauren. I really <laughs> I want, want this to succeed. Because I want to see where they... If they I take want it to anywhere see, else. I want to see Henry Cavill with a Texan accent. That'd be awesome. For a full movie. So, either way. Um, so, let's go into the big question mark. Okay? Can we talk about the theories first? Uh, the theories are within the big question mark. I'm just going to set it up, okay? So All Ellie right. Conway, this is her debut novel. The yes. book was... Quote-unquote Ellie Conway. Yes. The book was not even published by the time that this this movie was announced. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah? Hold on, I lost my place. <laughs> So when the movie was announced, Ellie was mentioned to have written the book the film was based on, but almost a year later, in September of 2022, Seth Ambrovich of The Hollywood Reporter wrote an article, Mystery and Shouds, author behind Henry Cavill's spy thriller, Argyle. In this article, Seth questions who exactly Ellie Conway is. This is back in 2022. Okay. okay? Um... Noting that it was strange that Ellie's debut novel had already been adapted into a film with the star-studded cast. Are you just reading from... No, I paraphrased it, and I mentioned I'm going to link the article and everything, okay? Okay. I'm not copy and pasting. He also mentioned that distribution rights cost Apple $200 million. Yeah, so who the fuck wrote it? Yeah. And at the time the article was written, Ellie Conway's Instagram account only had nine followers. We'll go back to Instagram in a minute. One being a Bryce Dallas Howard fan account. <laughs> it's probably her. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Ambrovich also tried contacting Conway's agent, but never received a response. This is 2020. Because okay. it doesn't exist. Let's go back to Instagram. 
Okay. Currently, Ellie Conway has 42.6 thousand followers, and she is following 29 accounts. I did. I looked this up myself. This is all homegrown. Okay. Most of the accounts that she's following are cast from the movie, okay. film production related, or like Goodreads, mm-hmm. Penguin, Random House, because they published the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, her first post was a picture of the cover of Argyle, stating it was coming out in summer of 2023. And was posted on December, in December of 2022. Okay. So it was delayed and there was no mention of a delay yeah. at all. Uh, other Instagram posts include coffee shops, promotion of other books, promotion of her book, including a picture with her hand in it. And in that one, there's actually two pictures of her hand in it. Mm. Okay. And one hand doesn't have any nail polish on and the other does. Like the left hand does and the right hand does. No, it's the same. It's the same left hand, but two different places. Okay, I don't know if it was two different times. Yeah, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was like a fan because it's two different places in the background too. Okay, Uh, so just keep two in your in your head. Okay, two. Um, Uh, also she's from New York, so all the random pictures were like places in in New York. Okay, Um, her last post her latest post is just a picture of a street in new york with the caption was to say pencils down maybe argyle is right the greater the spy the greater bigger the lie uh the book only hit shelves on january 9th 2024 so yeah about a month ago yeah so was that line supposed to like infer going back about how her identity is a secret and yeah stuff? i think so okay. and it was the last post yeah so uh a trailer was released that revealed ellie conway was a character in the movie which again Nobody really knew that at first. Yeah. And then when the trailer came out, they're like, what is going on here? So is the Argyle book the actual story of Argyle, the Henry Cavill character? Or is it what happens in the movie? I I don't know. I started reading the audiobook. But, you know, you listening. started reading I started the- listening to the audiobook because it's on Spotify. Yeah. And I have determined that I think it's just, like, the, the movie. I think it's, it's like movie. a movie. Yeah, it's basically the movie. That's boring. But I'll I'll, I'll dig deeper. That would have into made the later. movie even more interesting if it wasn't even about the. Movie. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll dig more deeper into that later. But okay, uh, it could it maybe I don't know maybe the book is actually like the first book in in her series. I feel like that would make more sense. Yeah, I'll I'll look into it a little more. I that's the one thing I wish I had more time for because you know you had to I would have to be a few chapters in to mm-hmm. you know and I was. I was listening to The Expanse, and I was really into it, so yeah. I didn't really want to. Anyway, um, and um, and also in that book, there is, in the in the slipcover, the dust cover, whatever you want to call it, in the About the Author section for Ellie Conway, it's just a picture of Bryce Dal- Dallas Howard, which, <laughs> fine with me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love Bryce Dallas Howard. She's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't write this book. No. Or maybe she did big mystery here so who is ellie conway uh is a lot of people be questioning (laughs) (laughs) i completely forgot how to how to uh say a sentence so the big controversy is that people at some point were coming to conclusions very wrong (laughs) but the the question at one point was is ellie conway taylor swift Yes. This is the weirdest part about all this. (laughs) Swifties came to the conclusion that Ellie Conway, that the Ellie Conway situation just didn't add up. 
uh, they were all in on this. They saw the movie. They saw the cat mm-hmm. and, ev- and and everything. Yeah. They noted that the author is probably using a synonym. Pseudonym. Pseudonym. Not synonym. Sorry. <laughs> you heard the sentence I just said, so yeah. don't expect me Something's to say everything right. right in the movie, Ellie Conway uses a windowed backpack to carry her cat around while she's traveling. Lauren called this an Among Us backpack while we were watching the movie. Yeah, it looked like an Among Us. Yes. Um, Ellie's cat is also a Scottish... Ford fold fold. Cat, fold cat in which Taylor popularized as she owns a couple of them and there's even a picture of her with a similar looking backpack yes online so in the movie Bryce Dallas Howard has bright red hair which is similar to how Taylor's hair looked in the music video for the song all too well mm-hmm. where she portrayed an author yes in the music I Again, I'm. I'm. You should watch it. It's really cool. I'm uh, not a Taylor Swift super fan. I'm not either. I did buy a CD. You did buy one CD. Yeah. I'm not any kind of Taylor Swift fan, but I did really like that music video thing okay. where it was basically she made like a mini movie thing. Kind of like um, Justin Timberlake did that with one of his songs. Uh, shit, what was it? Um, I don't know one of the songs. It was like it cut it cut to like a movie in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. Like this was like a movie long. going on like, like type thing as the songs went on. Hmm, okay, like well, a sequence. Well, and to add even more to that, prior to her most recent tour, Taylor Swift posted photos on Instagram of her rehearsing. Fun fact about the rehearsing: she did that really close by the movie theater we went to in Lidditz at Rock Lidditz. Seriously? She, yeah, she. Re- well, a lot of people rehearsed there. It's like a huge production hmm. like place, but she. That's where she did it. Hmm. Uh, so I guess I mean, there's your your bone to the people who live in Pennsylvania. Yeah, she still hasn't given a dime back to Reading. Yeah, I think she's given a dime. I'm, I'm coming around on her. No. Not like in a super fan way, but like some things about her are hilarious. And then if, there's like you know good and bad to everything, like the jet. The jet is very bad. uh, Private jet flights and everything like that. But anyway, so um, in one of the photos of her um, rehearsals, she's wearing a sweater that says Conway Studios. (laughs) Our neighbor's home. Um, The movie was released on uh, the 4th of February. 2024 112 days from the 13th of october which was the day that the eras tour film was released in theaters taylor swift has this thing with the number 13 so yes one one two 13 that's how swifties count swifties see the two 12 and the one and they add it and make 13 what the i don't know that's that's where you lose me yeah um but shortly after the movie came out, it was debunked. It's not Taylor Swift. And it was debunked by the director, Matthew Vaughn. He had to make a statement in late January, oh, I guess before the movie came out, asking fans not to get their hopes up about Taylor Swift being the author of the book and the and who the character is based off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had to quote, I'm not a big internet guy. And it was actually my daughter who came up to me. This is the power of celebrity in the internet. And said, you never told me Taylor wrote this book. <laughs> so he had to come out and say, like, hey, guys. No, no. We're not, we're not doing that. So the truth has been revealed. You ready? 
Yes. Drum rolls, please. On February 2nd, which is honestly probably a few days too late. Or early, I guess. Because if they would have kept rolling with the Taylor Swift thing, those movie theaters would be packed. Literally. If they had, like, bought into that a little bit. Yeah. It'd be crazy. On February 2nd, 2024, Jake Carriage wrote an article for The Telegraph that revealed the identity of Ellie Conway. The article was titled, I Hope Taylor Swift Fans Aren't Disappointed, The Real Author of Argyle Unmasked. Ellie Conway is actually two people. (gasps) Ellie and Conway? No. (laughs) I lost my place. Hold on. Oh my god, Russell. (laughs) I need to fill like a marker. Um, Yeah, so... Ellie Conway is actually two people, Terry Hayes and Tammy Cohen. I've heard of neither of these people. Terry Hayes wrote the novel I Am Pilgrim, which was featured on Ellie oh. Conway's Instagram. Okay. That's one of those books that she was like... Oh, uh, was that supposed to be like a nod? I think it was supposed to be like a nod. Really interesting. And um, and Tammy Cohen wrote the novel uh, When She Was Bad. Uh, that was not Don't featured on, on her Instagram. Okay. Uh, the context is uh, I Am Pilgrim was published in 2013. And um, okay. the director, Matthew Vaughn, wanted to adapt I Am Pilgrim, but he couldn't get the rights from MGM for bizarre reasons. And I have that in quotes. Uh, Matthew Vaughn asked Terry Hayes to write an accompanying book inspired by a movie he was working on. That was, you know, Argyle. Mm-hmm. And uh, Terry asked Tammy to assist in writing the book with him, hence the co-authorship on Argyle. And there you have it. Kind of, you know... Once you find out, it's, it's not fucking as interesting. boring. So now it's boring. So basically, it's a God, concept invented I'm by. I'm my ticket. Yeah, it's a concept invented by the director, but he needed help to get someone to write it, like a book, because he's a director and a screenwriter, probably, and it's two different things. So, so that's the the great mystery. That's really a disappointing answer. So I was the, hoping it'd be some sort of celebrity. Right? Right? Like, like a newbie? But no, it's actually a well-established author. Two I've heard of neither authors. of those authors. Yeah, but, I mean, whatever. I'm not very uh, well But anyway, so um, it wasn't received well by critics and fans alike, but fuck them, I wrote. Honestly? Yeah. yeah it, I, I liked this movie. I, mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Um, there is a potential, like, I, I mean, we'll see how it goes, but, like, again, it, it could be a film franchise. Uh, back in 2021... Argyle stated to be the beginning of a franchise for at least three films. The second film in the series would be a prequel covering the first Argyle novel, as in what Ellie novel, Ellie novel, what Ellie wrote in in the the film. And the post credit scene of this movie that I said is a, was a joke. Yeah, it's actually teasing that oh. because um um that was the character of Argyle. Mm-hmm. And he was, and they said, like, coming soon, Argyle book one, the movie. I really hope they, I really hope they keep that name. That'd be so funny. That's a crazy title. That'd be so funny. (laughs) But that's, they're intending to do that. Like, that was actually set up for the prequel because that's supposed to be, like, Argyle's beginnings. And that character that was not Henry Cavill was supposed to be Argyle. Yeah. In that movie. It's so weird. It's so weird. So then what is the third movie going to be? I don't know. Maybe like the the converge, like the the end of Argyle and the like end of Argyle. I don't know, and like some characters from the prequel like converge into one like final movie. 
I don't know. I'm interested though. And you know what? We have all these franchises and everything. Can't we just get a new one? And we get it, and everyone's like, I don't like this. This is stupid. This is silly. But yeah. like, I'm I'm over here. Like, I love this. I want them to make another one. This is new and like kind of original. Yes, yeah, and the, the way honestly. yeah, the way that they they handled it, everything about the movie was, I mean. I, I mean, I shouldn't say original, but, like, it was a spy movie. Mm-hmm. It did its job. Mm-hmm. There were some parts that were, like, actually, like, whoa, uh, that's wild. Yeah. And um, my favorite part was when the parents showed up. Because that was, what like, the big, like, what the fuck is going on yeah. here? Yeah. That, that was, was the big twist that got me. That got me. I think I got a lot of people in the movie theater. Like, like our movie theater was not full. I mean, for it was a small theater, but yeah. it was full for what it was. Yeah, for what it was, and like we could only, we only had a select number of seats. Got we a were lot of laughs, a lot mm-hmm. of laughs. I read a review on Letterboxd, which I don't think was accurate. Someone said it was like the room, and no, no I don't think they've seen the room, like no. the action version of the room. And I was like, no, what the fuck is wrong with what, what, what is that? wrong with people? Shouldn't you know free speech? <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> So I I thought it was a good movie. Um, I'm glad to see something that isn't a Marvel or mm-hmm. Star Wars and uh, kind of get its its time in the sun. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. again, I think they should have waited to reveal who wrote it until like the second week. I think they never should reveal it. Yeah, Keep they would have thought it was Taylor theorizing Swift. Theorizing and thinking it's Taylor Swift or someone yeah. else crazy like that. So the people are drawn to the movie. That's half the reason why I wanted to go see it was yeah, when you told me that that's, theory. Yeah, we, we heard that theory, and I'm like, this has to be the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really good movie. I'd rec- It's on Apple TV+. Plus. What the fuck? By the way, so we don't have it. So that, I didn't have to go we, spend 50 bucks at the movie? No. We had um, a good time, though. Your friend came along. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my friend did come along. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep. You did not. Neither did she. I know she said she was worried about that, too. Yeah. So, good times. Yeah. All right. So, obvious good screen there. Yeah. And she did not send me her thoughts on it, but I do know that she enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. She said she liked it. She was laughing, too. Yeah. Yeah, she thought it was good. And we were, when they got in the jet, uh, we both turned to each other, like, at the same time, and we were like, oh, my God, it's just like Taylor Swift Swift in her jet. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, another another reference to Taylor Swift. They should have never said who wrote. No, this would be the biggest movie. Or this at would least be like have Avengers waited until movie. like the whole series was over and yeah. been like, oh, by the way. You know what they got to do now? Taylor Swift has to be in the prequel. <laughs> what if Taylor Swift plays a young Ellie Conway? No, they don't no look no like. they would. Uh, she would play um, the young Dua Lipa, even though they're both the same age. <laughs> she she should be in the in the next movie Some just as like a nod like, to like yeah yeah like oh you're really familiar <laughs> with the red hair and everything and the yeah. cat just like that'd be the funniest like fuck you moment and you know like part of the reason why i think the critics didn't like the movie is because um there's like for you know straight white men there's like this disdain towards taylor swift and they probably mm-hmm. like had those subconscious thoughts in the back of their head and they that's that's why they were looking at it so critically. When it was supposed to be a it was listed as a comedy spy movie. What what the fuck do you expect from a comedy spy movie other than like a ridiculous plot and like yeah. the strangest like twists in the world? Like, come on. I feel like So this movie 
to me, the way they came off, because mm-hmm. it was super funny, right? It was funny, yeah. But also, it's like... Uh, intentionally bad acting because it's supposed to be corny yeah it's intentionally corny yeah it's very cheesy mm-hmm. it gives into like a ton of tropes yeah but it was very enjoyable because of that yeah it made me want to get the yellow mac mac i mac <laughs> even though i like i want the pink one i wouldn't put where, where would where i put it I, well, you put it where you're yeah, yeah you could put it right there not that i Use it. I don't even use my Mac that I paid a grant for that much. I don't even use my Mac. I've not gotten my money's worth out of this thing. Well, when you go back to school, you will. Yeah. 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 If you go back to school. So, uh, same deal with me. I mean, I got that for school. I haven't gone back yet. Uh, anyway, um, it was also like, it's like half off. Mine yeah, was refurbished, but with my Apple Care, it ended up being like regular price. Yeah. Mine was $500 and. It's mine fine. Like yeah, sixteen gigs of RAM too. So I don't know what mine has. Uh, but anyway, we're not, before we start, just talking about our computers. Um, <laughs> hey, we use it for the podcast, so you know. You know what? There we go. Yeah, justified. Oh, speaking of the podcast, we've gotten a lot of views on our yeah. Mad Max episode already. I think it was because I tagged anime in it, because you talked about anime for a little bit. Maybe we should do that with all of them. We've, Have we cracked yeah. the code? We've there was like eighty something views. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No comments, though. One like. You got one like. Okay. It's probably Skyward. Have we got any emails? No. Hmm. Uh, other than that, like, it looked good. It looked good on YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's pretty much all we got on Argyle. Yeah. Good movie. Mm-hmm. If you have a chance to see it in theaters, even though we ruined it, I'd say go see it. Just, you know. Well, you just said it's on Apple TV. Or it's on now. Apple TV Plus, too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe give it a watch. It's a funny movie. Yeah. Um... Cool. So uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, mm-hmm. Screenless shout out. Super Bowl? That's a screen. Oh, shit. You're right. Well, we're watching it on a screen, but it doesn't take place on a screen. It does take place on a field. On a field. I mean, you could get, seri- like, you could talk about movies. They don't take place on a screen. They take place in wherever Sets. they shoot them. Yeah. yeah. Well, we haven't watched the Super Bowl yet. It's, it's not Bowl on for Sunday another few hours. As of right now. Yes, I'm dressed to support my team, which is not either of the ones playing. You're wearing your eagle shirt and your eagle's hat. Yes. And uh, I don't have. I don't. And know I'm gonna wear my, my green shoes too. Yeah, because they were in the Super Bowl last year. Well, why don't you just find a green shirt? It's, it's uh, it needs to be washed. We don't have time. If it if it doesn't smell, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah. So Super Bowl's coming up. Uh, I don't know if I would say that's my screenless shout out. I'm looking forward to the halftime show to see if Justin Bieber's going to be there like everyone thinks he is. Why? Because it's with Usher. What did he do with Usher? Usher, like, gave oh, Justin he, his celebrity. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, that, that'd be cool. What yeah. if Taylor Swift shows up? What the fuck would she be doing there? This whole Dancing? theme of the Super Bowl is, like, throwback to, like, 15 years ago. You know what I've realized about the Super Bowl, like, with the halftime show? Usher is in the halftime show, right? Yes. Yes. In 2005, I remember the Super Bowl. That was after the year after the whole, like, Justin titty Timberlake thing? titty thing with Janet Jackson. Yeah. And they were like, we got to go to the old fogey stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they got, um, I think it was um, Tom Petty and Ew. Heartbreakers. And he was popular in the 80s. Yeah. It has been as much time since then that Usher was popular in 2004. 
Mm-hmm. And it's 2024. It has been the same amount of time, and Usher. Oh, they're just doing it again. Still somehow the same. Twenty age. years later, and now like this is basically oldies now, but it's Usher. So and he's still kind of relevant somehow. Yeah. And he's not obviously wasn't as old as Tom Petty back then, but he's not in his 60s now. But like, mm-hmm. how old is he? I don't know. Probably in his 50s, maybe 40s. He started really young, but. It's just, you know, time is... 45. A, 45. Um, but, yeah, he's still out there and he's dancing, doing his shit. But, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, things, you know... <coughs> a lot of celebrities just don't age. age. It's weird, right? Well, I think part of it is because they don't have real jobs. They don't have the stress. Um, And they get to relax and... Pursue their passions their whole life. Pursue their passion their whole life. Yeah. They don't have to worry about bills. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they truly just live their, their best jet. life. Traffic? What's traffic? Yeah, I fly my private helicopter across the city to go yeah. to Whole Foods. They're all fucked if something big happens in the world. You know, They're the ones who are fucked. Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. not going to know what the fuck to do. They're yeah. not going to have the tools or the mindset <laughs> for it. Yeah. I mean, we are too, but like they are more. <laughs> Can't get your private jet when there's, you know, war happening over the skies. Yeah. Got to go into your little bunker, Taylor. Yep. Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> Got to go back to your bunker. bunker in Berks County. That's what she, <laughs> yeah. I bet that's what she has here. Um, a war bunker. A war bunker. Yeah, so <laughs> do you have, a, like, an actual screenless shout-out? Oh. No. No? Nothing. Once again, it's been, like, four days. Since we last yeah, filmed. we'll we'll have uh well we'll do the I pause my game to be here next. Oh, weekend. I would I would maybe say I have a really good opportunity at work right now. That's nice. I'm interviewing. I did confirm my interview is tomorrow at noon. Nice. So, not we can cut this part out if you if you want. But like, since you're working a little earlier, doesn't that mean that we could potentially return to weekly? I don't know. I'm not making any promises. Okay. I kind of like bi-weekly because <laughs> we have more things to talk about. We do. Yeah. That's true. And worst case scenario, if we do bi-weekly, still, we could just do two movies. Yeah, that was too much. It needs to be under two hours because mm-hmm. I can't upload through RSS. Yeah. And also, like, the two-hour long ones did not do well. Except for the Hunger Games one. The Hunger Games one did yeah. really good. But that had to be, like, that wasn't even two hours long, I don't think. Mm. I think bi-weekly is fine. Okay, well... We'll be more well, also, concise. Also, if and... I go back to school, then the answer is absolutely but, no. But here's the thing, though. You work until 9 on your new schedule right yeah. and movies play until like what 10 on tuesdays so we could in theory do you know see... how far away Liditz is from womelsdorf no. it's like almost an hour all right this part i'll cut out so okay maybe i was wrong uh i'm sure another movie theater does it like the fox yeah or the amc it's now an amc uh, but either we'll way, see. That's we'll, down we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't even be... know when my transition is going to be. It's pretty much confirmed yeah. I'm going to get this role. They're just doing this interview as a formality. Yeah. But I still have to be replaced. Okay. So. Well, I'm still doing the same thing. So I just think about the podcast every day. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what we could do next. But yeah. We watch another movie. Watch another movie. Uh, well, next week, we already have it confirmed that we're going to be watching The Iron Claw. Yes. And then. Comes to streaming soon. Yeah, it comes to streaming in like the next couple of days. And then after that, Dune. we will be doing Dune 2. We yeah. bought our tickets today to go to see a showing on opening weekend in IMAX. Yes. 
all the way in the back in the middle. Yep. Gonna it's going to be great. Time. We're going to have to get there really early because we're you want literally the right in the middle. I want the popcorn bucket and I'm going to put my penis in it. God damn it. <laughs> it's my American right. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're pretty well scheduled up. I was thinking like this... This year would be like kind of dry for new movies, but overall, it's starting out pretty sloppy. Turn out like like in a bad way. Oh no, not like a bad sloppy way. Sloppy and like, wet, like not dry. Like not dry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Even though like the first like Wonka and now mm-hmm. the Iron Claw are movies that technically came out last year, they're still new to us. Yes. So yeah. it, it might as well be new. We won't have to spin the wheel until the streaming. middle of March. That's true. We won't have to spin the wheel until, like, the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess, hey, that's it. What what time are we at, anyway? 48. Oh, that works for me. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, um, again, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can reach out to us on our social media links, which I will include in the description of the podcast. Were you not before? I was, yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I always did. That's the one thing that was always consistent. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Uh, threads. Um, YouTube and email uh, our our Instagram GoodstreamPod. You need to write this down. I need to write this down. This I is, did this so good. This one is time. grading. Okay, and we try this again. If you like the podcast, you can reach out to us on our socials. We're at GoodstreamPod on Instagram and Threads, and our email is GoodstreamPod at gmail I will have all the details in the description of the podcast if you have any questions let us know leave a comment on youtube comment on the post on threads i look forward to them every week and i don't get them every week but that's okay rate us five stars on spotify and rate us on apple podcasts and leave a review on apple Podcasts yes. because apparently that's really good and we can actually see them mm-hmm. uh, do I we will, have any i don't think so and oh. every time i check i'm like oh let me you know let me check and see if we have a review uh, we don't, but we do have someone rated five stars at one point. Okay. So that's fine. That's good. Uh, our rating is clean. Yay. Um, which I don't know what Nobody that means. better go leave us a one star. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I would just, I'll just hit the five star really quick. <laughs> but yeah, if you, so yeah, that's where you can find us. And, um, yeah, hope you look forward to the next episode where we talk about a bunch of games and then the episode after that where we talk about the Iron Claw. Yeah. Cool. I'll see you later, Lauren. Yeah, bye. See ya. Um, we got, what, an hour or two? Oh, we, we need to go soon. Yeah. All right, well, bye-bye. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs> <laughs>